Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO cast. We're back after a week off because Tim was enjoying his wife's birthday. Uh, I just gave her a shout out on our YouTube and our Twitch. So uh, I am here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. So we got a lot to cover. Um, ironically enough, um, a lot of stuff came out on Friday of last week, technically Thursday night. So we would have missed a lot of stuff anyways that dropped. Um, sadly, one thing that did happen that we didn't get to cover um, was the passing of uh, Chadwick Bozeman. Uh, I want to go into that in a little bit more detail, um, but make sure you go to um, all of our social media platforms, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, and FOMO uh, podcast on Instagram, and also make sure you go to our YouTube channel. We have some unboxing videos up there live now. I have five already. I'm going to do a review of a video game tonight to go up there this weekend uh, but make sure you go there just search FOMO cast and you will find us like and subscribe because it uh, helps get us exposure and I like uh, sharing our knowledge of stuff um, so Chadwick Boseman passed on Friday night um, was it this past Friday or was the Friday before uh, I think it was, it was the past f- Friday yeah. no Friday before it was Friday before yeah I think it was Friday before so it's yeah, been it was, two yeah, weeks. It was, it's two weeks this Friday. Yeah, because I and, remember once he passed, everyone they were showing um, 42 and Black Panther, they're playing those a lot on the TV. Yeah. Um, ironically enough, uh, very close to Jackie Robinson Day uh, was uh, his passing. Um, this one hit me really hard. I think it's because he was so young and fit and you basically had no idea. Um, we come to find out now that Disney didn't even know because he thought he was going to beat it, which I commend him for. Um, but he was also kind of the first, like people will say, Oh, you know, Heath Ledger passed away. I'm like, yeah, I know. But you know, it was tragic, but I, I wasn't really into his movies at the time. I love a night's tale. Night's tale is one of my favorite movies. I love it. But this one was more of like, he was an all around great actor, great person. And I mean, you look at the tribute videos of everyone of all the stuff they have to say about him. It's it's insane. Everyone loved him so much. It was just it it hit me kind of hard. It was kind of a weird feeling, just feeling kind of helpless, being like, you know, who do I talk to about this? Because he was a great person. Um, It was all like the crazy part was is TMZ broke it. And um, then all of a sudden his family put out a statement and it was like it was insane because you could tell he's the one that told them what to put for his statement so he was so thoughtful he was almost like i don't know if you heard the story about mr rogers how he prepared people for him dying like he had conversations with the kids on the show like this is what's going to happen i am going to pass away and chadwick boseman literally planned that for you know all the fans and you know i've seen so many videos and pictures of kids of all ages, uh, just, you know, super sad because they, you know, they wanted to be black Panther when they got older. And, uh, um, I'm not going to talk about what I think they're going to do with the, the MCU. Cause I think it's too early. You know, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't interest me considering, considering there's, there's 500 different options. Black Panther became a very popular character right before the movies came out. So there's lots of options, but, um, you know, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. And, uh, uh, sadly taken way too soon. And, you know, uh, I, I do keep his family in my thoughts and prayers just because, 
you know, it, I know it's got to be a horrible thing to go through, and I know the last couple of weeks were probably just devastating to them. So uh, had to bring it up, though, just because, you know, it was such a big event. I mean, that's probably the biggest death we've had in a very long time. Um, mind you, Tim and I are in an area where Joe Diffie passed away, and that was a pretty big one because he's a big country star. We have a lot of country music people in our area. But, uh, yeah, Chadwick, that was uh, that was a shocker. That one legitimately, my wife doesn't know who he is. And I yelled out, oh, my God, Chadwick Boseman died. And she's like, who? And I'm like, Black Panther. You know, I'm like, this is insane. And um, I really hope that Disney does some good tributes and does good by him. I know the playing of the, the movie for free and commercial free on Sunday night was really awesome. Um, and so let's uh, hopefully they do some more stuff for him in the future. Yeah, and it was one of those ones where, obviously, you know, like you said, he played Jackie Robinson in 42, and then with the recent success of Black Panther, uh, I completely forgot that he's the one that played Jackie Robinson in, in, in 42. Obviously, like I said, because not that it's, you know, got swept under the rug, but with, like you said, the popularity of Black Panther um, and everything that came about uh, with, with that movie, that's what everyone remembers him by. And then, you know, I'm sure going on with um, with that series uh, as well. But do you remember uh, when was it? There was some pictures that came out of him and he looked really frail. And yeah, everyone be- was I, like yeah, hammering was- him and, and bagging on him. Like, yeah. oh, my gosh, you know, I'm black. You know, look at Black Panther, man. He's uh, lost a lot of weight or looks really frail, you know, this or that. It, it was kind of the same thing like when uh, Steve Jobs was kind of towards the end of, of his life there and going through um, what his treatments. And especially if you're going through any type of chemo or radiation, I mean, it, it, it kills everything. That's the whole point of it. And, you know, you don't look that great. But, I mean, what's the alternative? The alternative is, you know, you no longer walking among us. Yeah, you're letting you're so, letting your body in. And I actually, he was doing press tours for 21 Bridges, which was one of the last movies he made. And 21 Bridges, um, and he was wearing his 42 hat in that interview that they talked about. And so for me personally, like, when that came out, I was like, well, maybe he's getting ready for a role. You don't know. I mean, no one yeah. said that about Christian Bale, and Christian Bale yeah. flip-flopped weight like crazy, too. And yep. they showed uh, Chadwick Bozeman not too long ago going to um, that children's hospital, and he did not look, you know, all too bad. So yeah, um, obviously, like you said, chemo probably took a lot out of him, and it's, it's, yeah. it's, and it's sad to see. Exactly. And like you said, you don't know – what they have going on is he doing it for a role like when um matthew mcconaughey dropped all that weight for dallas buyers club um and then i can't remember the other guy that dropped a whole bunch of weight for the that mechanic was, that was christian bell christian bell yeah and they're like hey you like drop too much dropped weight something like 85 pounds and they told him if you keep doing that you're gonna you're gonna kill yourself yeah your body you, can't fluctuate like that it, 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 exactly so you get these actors that fluctuate a lot or they put a whole bunch of it on, whether it's for a role or, you know, sometimes just later on in, in life, like Russell Crowe, you know, you look at him. I mean, I have no room to talk on that, but, you know, he put on some LB since, you know, what was the last big movie he was in, like the gladiators or something like that. I can't remember whichever one he was in. 
Um, he was in Gladiator, but I think he's been a couple more. But yeah, I get what you mean. He was super fit and thin there. But I mean, yeah, you know, he enjoys life, and he's flat out said he enjoys life. And, oh yeah, no. I and mean, the, hey. the, the sad part is, like you said, is people made accusations or claims yep. about Chadwick Boseman, and, um, and and now it comes out he was, you know fighting cancer and probably going through some severe chemo so that way he could you know be on this earth a, a little bit longer I mean, but 40 four years stage four i mean he had to be right? in a ton, a ton of pain and the crazy for me is is his family released a statement i'm not sure you know who knows how true this is but they said that he was planning on um starting to film black panther in september so like he was gonna get ready, like get in shape, start working oh, out. Oh, so they get back into yeah. Yeah, and one person that people a lot of people don't know who this is, but I had conversations with him on Twitter, and I thought it was pretty awesome. Was Stuart Scott? Stuart Scott had cancer. Was it three times? Yeah, and he kept doing P90X and all those workouts because he literally had to work out like he was a professional bodybuilder just to keep his body in shape. Just to Cause, yeah. Cause chemo and radiation destroy your body so much so yep nice. just to see that you know chadwick after after those images came out of him being super skinny and looking sickly that i think afterwards there were a couple of photos so like him being kind of more looking normal which if you, yeah. whatever you want to call it normal you know then that kind of cleared up some of the rumors but then you know all of a sudden on a friday night you I'll get say this then out of message. the blue it's yeah. yeah, it's just awful. And and what he was 42, 47. I know he wasn't 50 yet. No, he wasn't. I think he was 43 or 44. Or early yeah. early 40s, yeah. He was early 40s, yeah. And you got to think so that means um he was so he had cancer for 4 years. So so you said 43 since so he was 39. 30s, yeah. Yep. And, and yeah. And and that and for me too like that was a big thing to me that affected me was they started showing these videos of like people saying you know what he meant to them and like being a person I, you know I'm a I'm a white guy you know we're white guys we can't say it. but seeing how much these um, black mothers were saying that their sons have someone to look up to who's a strong yep. black male figure and just seeing the emotion coming over the kids as well and it. it you just shows how much of an impact he had and like people didn't know. So I guess Denzel Washington paid for his tuition when he was going to Howard university. Huh. Um, I don't think he really knew who he was. I think it was like a program, but um, I, one of the videos, this girl said she was a Howard alum and you can see Chadwick's face kind of light up and be like, Oh man, you know, and he did their little chant, whatever they do. And yeah, he, he was really solid to his roots and, so that's been kind of like weighing on me, seeing all these videos of just how happy people are to see him, how friendly he is, because people don't know. The only people I know of that have to sign autographs are UFC fighters. Everybody else can blow you off, tell you to kick rocks. Yeah. And sometimes also, like I saw a video about Robert Downey Jr. trying to sign autographs in Europe and the security is trying to pull him away. And he is just reaching over and signing still- stuff. Yeah, and it felt like Chadwick was a very mellow, down to earth person. Um, everything that I've ever heard of, um, Mark S. Allen, which you probably know him. Yeah, he's a TV personality from up here. Used to be on radio, and yep. uh, he said that he interviewed him for one of his first roles, and he stayed the same up and through the Black Panther. Everything he had so much fun, 
and he was just a, and obviously from the behind the scenes videos he was an amazing person so yeah you know i don't want to bring it down too much but you know it's it's important to me to remember him just because he 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 changed the game you know black panther is one of my favorite movies now just because i love the music i love the soundtrack i had a deep connection to everything in that movie and and seeing you know just what they brought to life and you know making him such a powerful character and what i imagined uh black panther to be and then him being that person was just really awesome and like you said he was in 42 and he played an amazing jack and rob jackie robinson so you know we lost a great actor and a great human um and so you know you know we uh, rest in peace we uh, we'll keep enjoying it. I'm planning on probably watching Black Panther this weekend because I've been super busy, but I had to make sure I want to squeeze that in because um, it is one of my favorite Marvel movies and I connect deeply on it. So um, we didn't want to bring you down too much the podcast, but I felt like it was really important to bring this up just because it, it was such a it's probably the biggest thing that's happening with a celebrity in just so long. Um, you know, no, no one knew. So. Yeah, he, yeah, just how it, it, it came about and how he not necessarily kept it silenced, but didn't bring it to the to the forefront. And then all of a sudden, right. like you said, wake, you know, you wake up Friday or I, I can't remember what time it came out. But then all of a sudden it's like, hold on, wait, what just happened? So, exactly. Yeah. Like you said, so, you know, thoughts and prayers to, to him and his family. So, yeah. Um, so we'll go on to some positive stuff. We're not going to try and shift it too crazy, but, um, so the Xbox, uh, got leaked. The, everything got leaked on it. So people don't know. Um, it was leaked by a Twitter account and then Xbox tweeted back out basically a picture of that puppet monkey where he's looking side eye at the camera, like, oh my god, what do they just see? So it's a <laughs> cartoon. Yeah. Um, They're like, well, so they just decided to release it, and um, this is what's so it's kind of weird. So I did a lot of try to do as much research as I could. So they have the Xbox Series X and Series S. The S is going to be two hundred and ninety nine dollars discless. And the X is going to be four ninety nine. Um, the X is going to be the fastest uh, new era gaming console, faster than PS five. It's or already provable; they already know. Um, and then the S, basically, the reason why I think they put it out was because you can you can't up so you can upscale stuff to four K. Like I have a four K TV, so I'm better off getting the X. Because I can actually do stuff with it. But what they're saying is, if you don't have a 4K TV, the X isn't going to do you as well because it operates even on a higher level. So, like, you can't even upscale your video because it does... I can't remember what it it said. Oh, it's right here. I have it right here. Um, It does up to 120 frames per second. Both of them do. But the Series X goes up to 4 to 8K. Up to 8K. And then the S, it's 1440p, which is higher than any TV is right now anyways, yeah. with 4K upscaling. So if you have a 4K TV, it upscales it. The big thing I think they said was the Series S is a 512 gigabyte, and 
this X is one um, terabyte. Uh, terabyte, and they're both the solid state drives, so they're not. Hmm. Um, so that but that's but that's the big thing. That's what the PlayStation is going to do as well. Yeah. They, from what I've heard, solid state drives much easier to um, update. Um, most of them are. Uh, uh, faster to load, so like, but most of these new games are having no load screens. Um, and then I'll tell you, yeah. again. so the big thing is, is so the stairs, so the storage, like I said, it's one terabyte for the one, and then it doesn't have anything on that. But the crazy part, so I'm looking at this, so the so the power alone 12.15 teraflops for the X, four teraflops for the S. And let me see what the big difference is. The, everything else is pretty much the same. Um, so the Rams, that's the difference. So they have the different ranging stuff on the Rams for it. And then it's 4K, 60 frames per second, and then 8K gaming. And then it's 1440p with 60 frames per second, which if most people don't know, most TVs, like my TV is actually 60 frames per second. And the Xbox One X, upscales it because i have the one x not the series x the one x yeah. that upscales it to the 60 frames per second still not as fast as i want it to be so maybe that's why the x goes but i will say um the backwards compatibility so the x plays all xbox one games supports xbox 360 and it has some of the OG Xbox games and it has next gen exclusives. And then uh, it does say the S is earmarked, plays games earmarked for Series X. So, what basically what they're saying is they're made for the X, they're just going to be on the S. Um, yeah. I will say, I did um, do know that the, the rumor just got uh, confirmed that after the X comes out, um, you will be able to get um, Game Pass Ultimate with EA Play. For twenty four ninety nine a month, so that's all the games, and the um, it's all the games. It's the online content, and then EA Play, which I guess EA Play is basically just like uh, the Game Pass, but for EA games is what it is. Um, and then the only main the main downside I've heard is so that the X is going to run hot, so it's two hundred fifty to three hundred watts, and the S is under two fifty, and then obviously. It doesn't play Blu-ray, so um, yeah, the X will play 4K Blu-ray, which is used to be an exclusive to Sony because of you know the Sony created Blu-ray. Um, now uh, I probably won't get the new one in, for a while. I'll probably wait till after Christmas, or if they have one of those deals like um, people have been making the fake like the Cyberpunk uh, consoles and whatnot. I'll probably wait till after that. Um, but the one good news I do will say is. The big problem I remember having with X, but with the PlayStation was like the headset I'm wearing right now won't work on most of my PlayStation stuff. For one, I lost the mic piece, but for two, not 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 this one. They have yeah the, that one. The, this one has the weird thing on it where you plug it in, and it has that little like it's almost like a, a, a box that manages the the volume and the con all that stuff. Well, yeah. I always had problems because I'd upgrade my system and it wouldn't be compatible for whatever reason. So they are saying almost all accessories will be compatible with the Series X, um, aside from you know some key components that you know 
I bet you actually the the hard drives would probably switch over too. Which the one thing I do like about PlayStation or uh, PlayStation is the same thing. Both consoles, when you buy a game, you have it, and like so, I pre-ordered Modern Warfare Cold War, which that comes with the free upgrade on X. So I will be able to get it at the 4K quality, 8K gaming quality, which makes me happy. So I will for sure probably be upgrading to the X. It just depends on what I'm, how I'm going to do it. I know that um, GameStop announced that they're going to be doing a trade-in thing where you can make payments on it. And I feel like I don't trust GameStop enough to stay in business in order for me to do payments like that. So, like, it would almost be like kind of financing it, or would it be more of a pre order type payment? It's like a pre order payment thing because they used to do that all the time where you could, yeah, gaming, you pre order it for 10 bucks, you had to pay off by a certain date. Yeah, well, now they're saying that they're gonna straight up just let you do like a payment plan type thingy on it. So, but but they're shutting down so many stores, I don't trust them. Yeah, that's in- interesting. Um, especially like you said, on because I remember you know, getting PS4 and um, maybe even PS3. I can't remember, but I know the PS4 for sure on, hey, going down there each paycheck, putting 50 bucks, 100 bucks down, making sure I had it paid off by X date because they got to order them. So that way um, you can't pay it off the day before. And, you know, they usually have them there in store, you know, three or four days before they get released. Um, cause they got to ear, ta- you know, ear tag, all of them to the people that pre-ordered them. Then they usually have, um, you know, 10, 15 extras that they could sell that day, but it's first come first serve. So right, which the pre-orders are supposed to drop on the 22nd, the game, the systems drop on the 10th of November. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to see how they, they handle. I mean, and it was crazy. They handled the leak really well. And I was I was pretty shocked that um, that like they took the leak so gracefully. It was a little bit of a shock, yeah. Um, you know, because a lot of times people get mad about it, people get in trouble. And what it was is is I do know that they sent out dummy uh, cases to reviewers. So like if our YouTube was bigger on gaming, they'll send you basically it's the case for the game. There's nothing in there. It's yeah. just the outside. So you could give a size comparison, but um, and since we did this, we'll jump down to the one topic about. So what I think I think is kind of cool. I I don't know if this was planned or what, but Assassin's Creed Valhalla has decided. Well, you know, since you guys are going to come out on the tenth, we're going to move the game up a week, so you're going to have an exclusive game on there. You know, because it's supposed to be made for future consoles. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I'm excited for it just because I found a new love for Xbox. Um, being the kind of gamer that I am, I know that Tim is as well. Um, a lot of times you just get in a groove because if, if your system has a game that you like to play, this is what you're going to do. Um, I play modern warfare on, uh, PlayStation and then I switched over now and I'm playing it on Xbox because I like the game in general. Everyone told me you need to get Xbox. You can play Halo. Halo is a very interesting game. It was fun to play through the first, like the because they have the Master Chief Collection where you play through all the games. But you know, there's I don't see a real benefit. They did some stupid study that said Xbox gamers are more uh, volatile than PS4 users. But um, I've been called some names in many of online games 
in both, which I'm happy. I have a new headset, um, which is the uh, a Astro AT40, I think is what it's called. Best headset I've ever had. Dude, it legitimately, like, it, this is the cool part. I can actually have it, like, playing out loud on the TV, too. So it'll play through my headset and the TV, but if I turn the volume all the way down the TV, it plays through my headset. It doesn't and, change the volume in the headset. No. Which I'm enjoying, though, is is the the fact that I never realized that most systems have this feature. I'm sure PlayStation does. I don't know if Tim plays. You play uh, Call of Duty online still? Yeah. So yeah. Do they have do they have a mass mute feature on that on PlayStation? Um, I know on the old Call of Duty they did. I haven't used it on the, oh, the new dude. the new one. Oh, I had to do it one time. Some kid was getting beat by his mom or something for not feeding his dog, and I just started screaming. So it has a mute function. And then the headset I have, the style that the remote is, you plug the piece in the bottom and you uh, can actually mute yourself. You can adjust the volume and you can make it to where, like, let's say, for instance, I'm not playing with friends. I can yeah. actually move the, um, the volume to play more of the game than of the voice. And if I'm uh, playing with someone, I can yeah. have it play more of the voice than the game. Than the so game, that's yeah. really cool. And technically... You and I can play multiplayer on Xbox with you because they have cross-platform support. Cross-platform, yeah. Yes. And it they took actually, them long enough. Actually, this is the cool part. So Connor from ConCon's Cantina, going to shout him out. He shouted me out for, I can't remember what they covered. They covered some Mandalorian stuff on their newest episode that's dropping on Monday. Um, but he was telling me, like, when you play the mobile one, because I play on the phone, the one I sent you pictures of, yeah, they actually know who's using a who's using the phone itself and who's using an actual controller, and they'll automatically put you with those people. Oh, so it's kind of like a, a, a like a equal a equal playing field, thing. exactly. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm gonna try and get the um, uh, try and get that one for day one because I'm I'm really hopeful, you know, to to have it and review it and play it and see how everything is. I know there's going to be glitches, so don't don't send me any hate mail saying, "Oh, it's horrible. It's, it's the worst thing ever." And well, there's going to be glitches. You know, there's a reason why when you buy a system a week after it came out that there's like two patches already for it a to huge update. update. Yeah. Yep. People don't realize. That's why a game you get has to update when you get it is because you fail to remember the game has to get put onto that disc, packaged, shipped, and ready for release date. And the whole time that's happening, they're still working on fixes and patches and all that stuff. So yeah. it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, hey, don't hate, you know, just just let it go. We're gonna we're gonna figure it out. And you know, like I said, we try to be positive on this podcast because there's so much negative stuff going on. You know, I'd rather you enjoy the game. And if you don't, let us know why. Because you know, I heard people complain about Madden, and we have we have stuff coming up in this today's podcast, negative stuff. Because people are just horrible people, and I hate it because it bothers me. And you're gonna find out what it is uh, shortly. Because uh, yeah, it's not the greatest, and I'm kind of mad about um, some of the stuff that's going on. Um, well, and like you said, to, to take it back to the to the games, and when you buy it, you know, it has the patches, and then a couple weeks later especially they have big system updates. I mean, wouldn't you want the best product for them to put out there? If not, then everyone's going to get mad because, oh, hey, um, there's this one glitch and a guy, 
you know, gets behind a corner, but he, the, due to the glitch, he, you could only see just his eyes or he's behind this crate and is like camping back there, picking everyone off. And unless you shoot him perfectly in the eye, he's going to sit there and just mow you down. You're, you're, so, always, you're always going to have complaints. And the big thing for me was I'm okay with people getting mad, like, man, I can't play the game, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because like, that's what's crazy is. So don't ever, if you ever download a game and it says, like, PlayStation does it, I know Xbox does, and it says, ready to play, just just, just download the game the whole way. Don't waste your time. There's going to be <laughs> patches. There's going to be updates. Just let the machine do its thing. And everyone, the ones I don't like are the ones who are like, why can't they make a finished product? I'm like, they're actually, they're, they're constantly working. I go, people yep. fail, to, fail to remember, there was a time when people would, they would tell people, you only have this much longer to play on this server. I remember when the Call of Duty World at War servers were shut down because mm-hmm. they were like, there's only like 15, 20 people still playing it. Yeah. You know? And that's, that's basically, they have people constantly working and updating stuff. It's insane. Um, and it, 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 you can expect things to be like that. So, um, we all so let us know facebook.com slash FOMO cast. Go to the group page, uh, FOMO podcast on Instagram, FOMO underscore cast on Twitter. Go comment on our YouTube videos. Tell us what you what you think about the new systems, what you're excited for, what you're not excited for. Um, one thing I will say is because I'm not dedicated to one console or the other, I have noticed that the undying love for one console or the other is very deep. Like um, I'm a part of a couple of Xbox Live groups because I look at people to squad up with for Call of Duty. And um, they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to pre-order. I can't. And then literally, it was like 500 screenshots of just the image of the of it. And I'm like, <laughs> this is insane. You guys love it that much? And I go, and that makes me happy because guess what? Today, I played Call of Duty with a guy from Hawaii, a mil- or one of our military members. I was playing Call of Duty with him. And I had a blast. It was so much fun. But, you know, where, where else can you do that? You know what I mean? Where else yeah. can, you, can you have so much fun and not have to care about? I mean, it, it, it was just literally, it was just really fun. And, you know, I, I'm not big on the, um, oh, hey, they're cheating or, or doing whatever. I'm more about, you know, just, just have fun. Just enjoy, you know what I mean? But there exactly. are people that are like, oh, hey, you they're cheating, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, exactly. And you're going to get that on any system, you know, whether it's me playing PGA 2K21. They'll have a four-round tournament, and a guy shoots, you know, 50 under. It's like, uh, so you birdied and eagled every single hole. You didn't have one bad shot. Um and you're you're, you're going to get that on everyone, everyone at any platform, and especially on the Call of Duties or any first-person shooter. If you have the money, you could buy a little, you know, gadget that hooks into it, or you could download. Especially if you're a software guy, you could download it on there, and you know, you you don't even really have to aim. You just have to get it in the general area, shoot, and you know, it, it picks the guy off. Where not even the professional guys are that good i mean you get lucky every now and again but you know it's funny watching the youtube videos of especially the pros when they're practicing um because they don't got to be with internet and everything uh 
you don't have to be in the same house on the same, you know, like land party or whatever it's called. Uh, they could practice from anywhere. I could be in LA, you could be in New York and we could practice and watching them, they'll stop playing and spectate the guy. And you could see the guy start playing worse or take off his aim assist because they know he's getting, um, everyone's watching him and you could tell, you know, tell the pro guys, I like watching those, uh, YouTube videos, dude, dude, the best to watch. So, um, uh, um, we're going to skip. So, uh, I was going to mention, so I'm going to do a a YouTube video review of Marvel's Avengers. I'm only so far through it. I don't want to go too details, but we're going to say that for, um, the YouTube channel. But since we're talking about it, um, did you watch the premiere video for a set for, um, modern warfare for the multiplayer? Yes, I did. I, did I put that on the list? I uh, didn't. Yes, yes, you did. Where did I put the Call of Duty at? Right above Napoleon Dynamite 2. Mandalorian Season 2 in between those two. Oh, right there. You're right, Tim. So so we'll just jump right to this since it's kind of it's, it's gaming. It is. But um, so I was watching the it was kind of cool. It wasn't even a reveal trailer. So what they did was, for those that don't know, we stream on Twitch. Uh, I do for the unboxing videos as like a, I'm trying it out on there, but um, what they did was they gave access codes to a server to like the uh, one I follow is Tim, the tap man. And basically they got to play levels from the new multiplayer. And it was really cool. Uh, one of the areas is like an eighties theme. And then what they did afterwards, is they dropped a trailer and what this is actually, this is awesome. They legitimately took, like footage of their people like alpha testing the multiplayer and then they created cutscenes to go with it so basically they showed the guy real like real gameplay footage of him shooting a guy and then when the gun would drop it go to a cutscene footage of him running by the dead body so they modified the game to have like a trailer for it well the one thing i noticed about like the call of duty just just everything on there they have Warzone now, which what they said they're going to do is they're going to incorporate basically maps and guns and all that kind of stuff from the new Call of Duty when they come out. That Warzone is a feature to stay. Well, one of the things that I saw, I was like, wait, wait, what? They had these re- the reaction videos on YouTube, and it's legitimately like dudes getting mad that they're getting killed. And the the uh, Germans were the worst. It was the same three dudes just screaming in German. I was like, dude, this sounds like those Nazi propaganda videos when they were screaming <laughs> and getting killed. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, yeah. there's so much rage. Like, when I'll get killed in Call of Duty, I'm just kind of like, oh, man, that was pretty cool. Like, um, yeah. you can in Warzone, they, you actually, when you get killed, you can yell at them for, like, one second. They have, like, a death call is what they call it. Yeah, really? Yeah, and so what they do a thing is they have a thing called stream sniping. So when you are playing on Twitch, people are watching you on Twitch, and they know when you're in your room, they'll go to that side of the thing and try and go after you. Well, David Dobrik, who I follow on the Vlog Squad on on YouTube, he was playing. He was killing dudes. And they're like, I love you, David. I love you, David. Like They're like, <laughs> they scream stuff. And it's really fun. So if you ever get bored, there are there's some cursing in some of it. So, you know, be careful. But... The watching the death scream videos are hilarious. They're like, 
he just jumped off that truck, you know, things like that. It's really funny. Um, one thing I do know, I saw from the trailer, they are bringing vehicles back to the multiplayer. Um, they have vehicles in um, Warzone, and I think they have a quad on one of the maps on Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. The one with the mosque, I think it has quads you can drive yep. through it. Yep. And then, but they're they're bringing them all back. That they show dudes on motorcycles. They show dudes on everything. On boats so, with the freaking Gatlin gun. Yep. Then they have a cool one where you're on a boat and like there's boats hooked together so you can slide yeah. and do all that stuff. So, zip line. That yeah, that's the one that I saw. My favorite was when you're doing the perks. They have the old school thing. I remember back in the day, I was asking Connor, and he doesn't remember this. Remember World at War when you did your perk? It was the card on your helmet. It was the playing card. Yep. That had the certain, that so they went back be... to that. So that one is, oh, I saw them using cool. that. They have that on there. So getting some nostalgia in there was with, right. with the new stuff, and it was pretty fun. Yep. Yeah. I remember um, on one of the gameplays, they showed the guy using the, um, I think it was more in campaign mode, but I could be wrong, using the RCXD, the remote control car with the C4 on it. Dude, yeah, that they, thing they, was. They awesome. had that on the, they showed a, a real gameplay footage of the guy driving it, and then they went to the cinematic of him blowing up a tank. Because supposedly right. yep. you're going to be getting a tank and be able to use a multiplayer. So, yeah. um, no, since I, we were talking I'm, about gaming, I wanted to bring that up. Because Call of Duty is like, you know, it's probably going to take over Fortnite. Because Call of Duty League has gotten huge. Yeah. Um, I watched but, it, and it's and I'm playing new levels. Like, I didn't know what hardcore was till tonight. <laughs> I had yeah. no idea what hardcore was. The guy yep. I was playing with, he wanted to play hardcore. So I'm like, all right, see, I never played it before. So we played hardcore uh, domination and search and destroy. Search and destroy, man, that is a lot of fun. I had never yeah. played that before either. I stuck to kill confirmed, team deathmatch, domination. No, I never played free for all. No. Domination. And then I would do um, ten, team deathmatch, 10, 10 versus 10. Oh, yeah. So. It was one of those things where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try it out. But man, it, it it's taken over. They have the Call of Duty League now, and they have figured out a way where you can play from home. So, and there's there's so good fun. money in that Call of Duty League, and a lot of people are starting to to back it. Um, you know, with, Post, with, Post Malone just bought a team. Exactly, you get in all these people buying a team, and I remember there was one. Um, well, he used to be on his name's. Nade shot and he used to be on optic gaming um and i was started following him a couple years ago and now he's gone out on his own um as with a lot of these other guys and um you know this was kind of when esports i don't even think there was an esports yet or is in its infancy and you know he was uh you know one of those stereotypical 18 uh i don't even know if he was 20 yet year old kid that was number one number two in the world and they'd go and win the you know, L.A. Invitational wasn't as big as it is now uh, and then go to the Nationals. And I don't know if they, it was just Nationals or Worlds or whatever it was. And I mean, you know, here's this kid. The team wins, I don't know, a couple million dollars. You split it up between these kids and he's pretty much, you know, set for a good amount of time. Yeah. Um, and they do little tournaments like um I'll, I'll turn on a Twitch stream and they'll say, oh, look, it's a Fall Guys tournament. And I'm like, really? They have a Fall Guys tournament? You got it? Oh, yeah. Kidding? And then yeah, the Call of Duty crazy. one today, I think it was today or yesterday, was $20,000 tournament. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's it's and like you said, everyone could uh, with the ability now playing from home and not having a lag or anything like that and going through, um, you know, a, a server just for that type of gameplay. Yep. It's not a general public server. It's because they're playing obviously for big money. I mean, um, and if you if you watch them too, all these guys they're making more money now doing that because they can put sponsorships behind them in their videos. Yep. Yep. So that that's why I'm going to try out G Fuel is. Um, they have a flavor. So G Fuel, apparently, if you read up on it, it's all natural, no caffeine, supposed to give you focus and all that kind of stuff. But their f- featured flavor this month is peach ring, and I love peach rings. And it's Sonic the Hedgehog. So it came to a little case, oh, so it nice. gets you the little mixer because it mixes a little bit different. It doesn't use like a shaker type thing like you get for workout stuff. Yeah. So I, those that don't know, I'm going to review that one and one of the other flavors they got. But, um, they can make so much more money by literally. So if Tim's watching me right now. What's right behind me right there? What does that say right there, Tim? Um, a lobster. Oh, the Gaines box. Yeah, not the lobster. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I have, a Gaines bo- I have a Gaines box right over my shoulder. So yeah. technically, like, let's say, for instance, I do an unboxing and I'm sitting here unboxing something. Legitimately, it couldn't have nothing to do with Gaines box. But someone's like, oh, you know what? I've heard of Gamesbox. Does this guy have videos? I mean, he has a thing in there. You can go to my channel. Because what if they search Tac Pack or they search Short yeah. Par Four? You know, it's it's one of those things where you have be, you're able to do that placement right there. It's just insane. Well, and not only that, you especially seeing um, with you know YouTube and being YouTube how it is now. Like you said, same thing with Twitch and everything. Or uh, if you get a big enough following. Uh, you could give out discount codes. I bought a putting mat from uh, a company and they had, you know, all these people would review it and they finally got uh, a pro golfer to sponsor and it was Dustin Johnson. And obviously we've seen him take off recently um, right. and then win $15 million last week and no big deal uh, <laughs> for, for just winning the tournament. That's not for the whole season. Winning one tournament, you won $15 million. Yeah. Um, but dream, but man, dream. must be nice. And his uh, wife is Paulina Gretzky, and that's you know not nothing to sneeze at there. Yep. Um, but you know they'd say you know be sitting there putting on this mat, and here's the the uh, the product. Here's what it is. Hey, so, uh, mainly on Instagram, what I would see him. Hey, swipe up. Here's a fifteen percent off coupon. I've never seen him higher than well, at least the one that I bought. Um, was never higher than fifteen percent off, and I mean it was probably for. I think it, I think the more famous you are, the the lower the discount is. Like not, I mean, like the the low. Yeah, so it's not as much of a discount because yes. they know if Dustin Johnson's going to bring in thirty thousand people. They don't need to do that much. They don't Whereas, need to, yeah, whereas for me, you know, if I were to get to where I think you have to have something like a hundred followers in order to to get kind of any kind of codes start getting. Yeah. So basically, but I think like I've seen like battle box, which I tried out for a little bit. Um, they basically, they had some of the streamers were giving like 20%, 25% off codes. Yeah. So, you know, but yeah. like most of the time though, like G fuel, when I got it, someone had a code for 15% off at standard, but they had a labor day code for 20, 25% off. So yeah, you didn't, you didn't use them. So, uh, so we'll see. I mean, Call of Duty is is my jam now. I'm playing it like crazy, but like I will do a review on the YouTube channel of uh, Marvel's event, Marvel Avengers. Do a short, short, quick review. But speaking of reviews, 
Um, so I'm only one episode in on the boys. I don't know if you've ever watched the boys, Tim. No, it's an amazing show. You need to watch it. Is it a well, Netflix or uh, Amazon Prime? Okay. So the boy, it's amazing. So for those that don't know, it's on season two. Season two episodes one, two, and three dropped on Friday, and uh, last year they dropped all the episodes at once, and it was a smash hit. And basically, it's uh, what happens when superheroes. Basically, it's like almost like um, you Superman flies into a building. He flies through a building. How many people did he kill flying through that building when he was fighting with someone? So basically, you have a group of people who've been affected by supers who, um, you know, doesn't spoil it, but the one of the main character's girlfriends is killed by a super. He's holding her hands. The fast guy runs through her, blows her up to pieces, and all he's left is holding her hands. And so... So, so it's kind of like uh, on The Incredibles where, you know, they started doing more harm than good. Correct. But no one really faults them. It's like a collateral damage thing, and they usually give you money. Yeah. Well... It's super gory. It's super graphic. And I'm not reviewing the first episode, even though I loved it. But what I'm talking about today is there being, well, I guess I will review it. It's it for everyone that I've seen that, that said all three episodes. I've seen just the first one. I agree with them in the fact that it kicks off right where basically things have kind of left off. And I like it because it's just as gritty. It has the same shooting style. They didn't try and change anything. They weren't going, hey, we need to make sure we have a season three. They just go, you know, right to the, they hit the, hit the accelerator right off the get-go. But the bad thing that's going on is people are review bombing it. And if you don't know what review bombing is, it's basically, let's say, for instance, you hate um, a certain director. And you don't want him to ever do good. So what you do is whenever he has a movie come out, you put a negative review, you put the lowest rating, and you leave horrible things in the comments, even if you haven't seen it or not. People are review bombing the boys because they're not releasing all the episodes at once. So they're trying to ruin a show just because they don't like the, the episode re release schedule. So that would be like the same thing as far as people like The Mandalorian, where it comes out once a week. Oh, exactly. you need to, you need to review. You have it all filmed. You need to drop it all at, the, at well, one time. I under the reason why they're mad is because they didn't do it last season. But but here's the thing: we're in a pandemic. You can wait. You can legit wait. You have all the time in the world. You don't need to sit there on the couch and do it. You well for us in California, don't go outside because you'll die from smoke inhalation. But for most people, go outside, enjoy things. And I know it's it's also probably about ads because there is an ad usually in the beginning of the show and the end of the show. You know, they're trying to make money off of it. One thing I do love about the uh, Amazon Prime feature is if you pause the episode in any scene, it tells you who's in the scene on the bottom of the screen. So it yeah, pops. I did notice it's that. It's so awesome because I'm like, that lady looks so familiar. That guy looks so familiar. He looks like he's from this show or that show. You look and you can Google him real quick, you know, because yeah. a lot of times when you Google like the boys and this person doesn't start till season two, well, then you don't, they, if they're all, if someone's in all of season one, season two, they rank higher than them. So you're going to have to go through, you know, 10, 15 people just easier. But, um, I truly do enjoy the boys, Tim, you need to watch it. Cause it's amazing. Um, 
I have to finish the next thing we're going to talk about first. The ep- those episodes first. Catch up on that before I go to the boys. Because, oh man, everything's dropping tomorrow. It's going to be insane. We're recording this Thursday night, so Friday, new episode of The Boys drops. So we have four episodes starting tomorrow. Um, but so Tim hasn't watched The Boys or the next one. The next one threw me for a loop because um, it has the main guy from Vikings. I can't remember his name. I'll look it up real quick. But it's the show Raised by Wolves. Um, no surprise here. Uh, it's very true to what they talk about. Um, you know, you do know in the beginning of this that the main character is an android. And um, you know that from the trailers because they explain. The reason why I wanted to, to to watch this show so much, I haven't seen this in the, in the show yet. It was just in the trailer. But the trailer, she's reading the story of the Big Bad Wolves. Oh, the Big Bad Wolf. And she's sitting there and she's explaining how who's the wolf, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, the main character, who his name is Travis Femel, who he was in Vikings, and you would know his face is very distinctive. He was also in Warcraft. And let's see if you would know anything else. Um, Probably not. Um, Mostly in that one. But um, he walks up and goes, so she told you about the story about the big bad wolves. And he's like, yeah. And and he's like, well, did she tell you? Did she tell you who the wolf was? And it shows a picture of her on all fours howling. And it just it's a very gripping (laughs) image. Well, I really enjoyed the first episode. I'm not going to spoil anything else about it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Lots of twists and turns. Lots of things you didn't even know. And here's one thing. So it, this is not going to spoil anything. But there's not a scene where, like, you know how some of these sci-fi shows, you can find out immediately what this sci-fi person can do. Like, this one's good at a marksman. This one's a cyborg that can track you with this photo eye or whatever. This one, you, you do not yeah. know full capabilities of this android so we're gonna see where they goes and my favorite part is they call her mother that's her name is mother so um i don't know if it's like a like a trick thingy they did but really enjoyed it the first episode's great if i didn't wasn't exhausted i would have watched the next two last night so um you know we'll look for look for more of those because i'm really 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 liking this show um and then lastly, from me, because, man, we're boxing Tim out, but um, I, finished, I finished Umbrella Academy Season 2. Um, it was amazing. It literally, uh, I mean, technically it could have ended after this season, even though they haven't confirmed a third season. I'm leaning towards I'll probably get it because it was one of the most watched, I believe. But um, I was really excited because I was just like, Man, it just it ended perfect because sometimes it can get convoluted. But when you get into it and you, the the people in it, everyone's expendable, like kind of like Game of Thrones esque. But certain things can change this, and certain things can change that. And I I normally don't like uh, you know seeing so many people I don't know who they are, but everyone acts so well. It's just a great cast, great show. Everyone needs to watch it. If you are watching anything else on Netflix, let us know. Facebook.com slash FOMOcast, uh, FOMO underscore cast on Twitter and FOMO podcast on Instagram. Comment on on YouTube, search FOMOcast, and you'll see my beautiful face sitting facing the camera unboxing stuff. Um, now we're going to go into a st- some of this stuff Tim is probably going to have an opinion on big time. 
we actually have a very Tim centric portion because I, I really wanted to get more info on this. But um, before we started the podcast, I saw this article. I shared it that Fast and the Furious is going to space in the ninth movie. They've been asking for this since like the sixth movie. Um, this trend, just so people know, is not Fast and the Furious exclusive. This is based off the Machete films because after the last Machete movie, um, it says stay tuned for Machete in space. That's literally what it says in the end of it. So I think most movies that have like a long tenure like this does, they've been kind of going towards that where, hey, look, we want to put them in space. Um, How do you feel about a supposed car movie in space? Um, well, I mean, there's a Tesla floating around in space right now, so it's not going to be the first car in space. Um, and if I remember right, or it could have been a rumor that on the radio, I think it's just an endless loop of Elton John's rocket man. Um, but I, I don't know, to be honest, I think the last fast and the furious that I saw was the the first one with, um, Jason Statham. Uh, and I can't remember how many ago that was it seems like it was like four or five but it was probably like two or three um uh, for for me i like the the first ones the classic ones um not necessarily tokyo drift but you know i think that was kind of just a little bit of a of a filler on my you know from my point of view um but i don't know well we'll see how it is. It seems like they're really stretching it out here. I mean, I thought pirates of the Caribbean was getting dragged out towards the end where this one, it, you know, with it being a ninth one, um, I, I, I probably won't watch it. I'll wait for it to come to, you know, a Netflix or, you know, a, a streaming service for free. Well, not necessarily for free, something that I already, um, would pay for, Which but it won't, it won't because it's owned by universal. And Universal so, has Peacock. Yeah, well, I mean, you pay for Peacock and you get it; it'll still be cheaper true, than true than uh, than going to the movie the get, movie you get, theaters. You get everything else too. That's true. That is true. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't. You know, I'm not going to watch it in the movie theaters. I'm going to wait for it to come come out and either you know rent it on uh, on like YouTube or or whatever rental places out there, or if they start showing it on you know, HBO or, you know, one, one, one of those, uh, who knows that those will exist when this movie finally drops. Right. Exactly. But I mean, I'm not, like I said, the past couple movies, I've never been excited for it. Um, the wife liked it cause it had uh what is it? The rock was, had a more prominent role in it. So the rock draws the crowds, um, which I don't, you know, blame him. I mean, shoot, he's going to be an XFL or he is an XFL owner. So, um, he's doing, doing well for, for himself, even after, uh, getting COVID and recovering from that. So, that's um, true. and his whole family. So glad to see, uh, that he's doing, doing fine, but yeah, I don't think it's not, it's not moving the needle, uh, for me on, on that. What about yourself? Um, I actually liked um, the Jason Statham, the rock combination. I know there's a lot of people who didn't, um, especially one Tyrese who should be a part <laughs> of the family, but he was mad because it delayed everything for them. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do know, 
I, I don't know if they want to, this, this could be one of two things. So either they're trying to do this space thingy so they can go out and be like, we did it space. That's it. Cause I believe this is the rumor was, this is the last movie, but you never know money. Yeah. Talks. And, and I mean, space is the final frontier. So maybe it'll oh, be a yeah. good tie in there. Um, but it's one of those things where I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know, a lot of people say they're retired. And then all of a sudden they come out of retirement, Michael Jordan. Um, right. So, you know, there could be a possibility where they do, you know, make another one. But I feel like they're almost doing it to be like, hey, this is it. We're going to space. Then try and try and reboot this. Try and do something different. So um, we'll see what happens. I'm not too. I'm same with you. I watch them mostly when they're on demand. Um, if they do another rock one with uh, Jason Statham, I'll probably go to the theater to see that because that was actually pretty good. Um, but yeah. Um, and then next, this is probably my favorite one because um, Connor watched Mulan. And I'm going to try and meet up with him. We're trying to do a podcast about it, a spoiler for the Mulan movie because it's not doing well. It's not doing well at all. And. Um, they actually had a problem with the main character from the Shang-Chi movie coming out, basically saying that you guys, you know, whitewashed Mulan. It's, it's not great. You guys didn't use, you know, actors that, you know, they, they basically just kind of bashed it. It's getting, um, they're trying to get it canceled on the internet, but it's not doing well. It's not doing as well as planned. And the thing for me, my reason why I wouldn't buy it, being as one, my son can't watch it. He doesn't even know what Mulan is. Two, it comes out on the, the platform in December. I can't wait three months. I got a lot of stuff going on. Tim's work is super busy right now. Tim can wait till December to watch the live action version. And who yeah. knows what happens if the sales plummet and they release it in October? I mean, there's there's no guarantee. If they had done good this first week, I'd be like, okay, I guess I got to watch it on demand. I guess I got to pay for it. You know, it being a Disney Plus exclusive doesn't mean anything. The The fee is what is just kind of like, okay, here we go. So my thinking, though, is this is going to screw up all the other movies. If this would have done great, we possibly could have gotten Black Widow on Disney Plus. But the way it's going, it looks like we're not going to get anything else. Even though, um, what's the one that just came out? The one that we really like, the the Ogre one. Onward, onward, yeah, did fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. But here's the difference: it was free, so yep. they could track it. And I know people probably said, "Well, this is why I got it. I got it for this movie." I think you can say that probably in your comment section. Yep. So, I mean, we're gonna see what happens. Um, I'm optimistic they're gonna they're gonna figure a formula out. I hope. Yeah, I would have been curious, and we don't know, or maybe we might, um, if it would have went to theaters and had the same type of reaction. Um, I I know that I don't know if it has something to do with the fanfare or what, but I know there was a lot of people that were just were not happy with it, and yeah. um, and I mean we knew from the beginning it wasn't going to be. I mean Disney's been releasing a lot of these live actions ones, which is straight up, you know, a cookie cutter copy of, you know, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, you know, all, all of those ones. Um, Alice in Wonderland, they, you know, spun off uh, on that with a couple movies. 
Um, but you know, with the Lion King, Jungle Book, all of those, it was pretty much it, almost exactly the same as the animated one. Uh, Mulan, we knew it wasn't going to be the same. It wasn't going to have um, no, no Mushu music, in it. No Mushu. No, no music. music. No. No nothing. And I mean, that Mulan had a you know, in my opinion, a really good score in it. Um, and obviously, like most good scores complemented the movie really well. Um, but, you know, with this new one, it looked, the trailers looked good, in my opinion. But trailers could also be very deceiving. Correct. Um, and you always hear, oh, they showed all the good parts, all the funny parts in the trailer. Right. Well, if a trailer is only, you know, a minute and a half to two and a half minutes, and they showed all the funny parts in there. Well, now you scatter that across a two, two and a half, you know, almost three hour movie. Um, you're not going to get that many laughs. Uh, right. In, in it. So, uh, yeah, I would have been curious to see if, you know, the same thing would have happened in theaters. But now it's almost I mean, you can't really release it to theaters if uh I mean, technically, you could once it goes off of the pay for it. Yeah, um, but I mean, I, I don't mean, think you're going to get that many butts in the seats to see it if you know these initial reviews and people that have seen it have already come out. They're not going to go, "Hey, you know what? I liked it so much from Disney Plus that I'm going to go spend another you know ten bucks a ticket to watch it in you know IMAX with surround sound and right, on on, right. The, on the big screen." Um, but like I said, if, if it would have come out first there, would you have gotten all the Disney fans that, hey, I'll go see it at least once because it's Disney and it's Mulan. Exactly. But I think with it being so the different from the, it was from the original one. When it did this one, yeah, it just, yeah, yep. it just didn't work. And I, th I think you may have said that on a previous podcast. This is kind of, you know, going to be... Uh, testing the waters for a uh you know having a monthly subscription and having to pay uh an exclusive to see the movie uh on it if it does great hey you know what we got all of these geared up ready to go all we got to do is just upload them to our servers or they may already be sitting there and boom put it out put it out put it out hey 30 bucks here 30 bucks there um for all of these coming out uh, but it looks like theaters are going to start to open up here, you know, maybe well, sooner rather than later. And I think the the benefit as well is you pay the thirty bucks, it stays on your system, so you yeah. can watch it multiple times. So I mean, that is kind of a bonus. It's not even like, oh, people are like, well, you you can't own it. I'm like, well, you don't own any of the other stuff on there, and exactly. Technically, if you watch it three or four times, it's already paid for itself. Yep. Um. You know, and you can make popcorn at home. You can do all this yep. stuff. You know, it's going to cost you a lot less. So, yep, it, exactly. You can pause it whenever you want to. Um, you don't have to sit there and for a, a full two and a half, however long, long it exactly. is. You could stroll through it at, at your leisure. So, yeah. like I said, it, it kind of stinks that it's not doing as well. Um, and with it being the first one, which now if they do come out with a second one, as far as, you know, the premier access and paying for it, 
it's got to be a blockbuster and just blow everything out of the water because if you come out with two duds you're you're done there's there's no way of of recouping recouping that especially if movie theaters uh you know come come back or slowly well, starting to I come mean, back they were saying something about they're possibly going to get more adult movies on on disney so they might do an exclusive with that yeah um, i mean see. that that yeah it could be so so n- next we have tim's corner and i just wanted him to provide us an update on uh uh pga 2k21 because i've been hearing a little chatter <laughs> on the gaming forums about how a lot of people are really liking it. So I wanted to check in with our resident 2K21 flip-flopper buyer <laughs> player and see how the game has been. Actually, I've, um, to be honest, this past week, like I said, work got really busy for me. It's in, in our busy season right now. So um, it is collecting dust right now. But before then, uh, and especially with us not recording last week, um, I've been just blowing through it uh kind of did well out of the gate as far as winning tournaments uh and then i bumped my uh club selection up or difficulty up and it's definitely uh not helped out but it 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 rewards good shots and definitely um you know does not reward uh any any bad shots but i mean i'm i'm loving it they had an an update that came out and i can't remember what the update what it it actually um uh entitled you know was was on it but uh, i'm sure it was just normal you know patches or or glitches here and it could have been more so for online gameplay um but i'm liking it i know there's a couple podcasts i listen to and even a couple guys on instagram that they have really hit it uh, full bore on the society sides of it. Uh, on 2019, they had the societies as well, but with this coming out and with all the fanfare behind it, um, it has has really, um, you know, the society wise, has just taken off. And I, you know, I think it's due to the fact of it being a newer game. Um, you know, and, and with that, you get the CRISPR graphics, uh, everything that comes with a, a new game. So, like I said, I've neglected it recently, but this weekend my plan is to uh, play it some more uh, and get some more uh, stick time on it, especially with the uh, societies. And the nice thing is, is you're getting a lot of people building golf courses because you could get the ones that came over from 2019. Mm-hmm. But rebuilding their golf courses in 2K21 just because it comes out a lot better and there's more things you can do um, to the golf course to make it as realistic uh, as possible. So, um, and there's a, and then you get everyone that reviews the golf course. It's like, mm-hmm. oh man, this is just, just like it, you know, a, a cookie cutter of that golf course whoever did this did a great job and everyone reviews it and it gets bumped up to the to the top of the uh, it gets good reviews and bumped up to the to the top of the list so um i'm thoroughly enjoying it like i said i just haven't had that much time but um that this replaced uh 
once it came out, replaced uh, Call of Duty for me. Not completely. I mean, I'll still get, you know, if I don't want to play uh, 2K21 or I'm not doing that well and getting mad at it, um, I'll go and take out that anger on uh, some online through uh, modern, <laughs> from, from Call of Duty. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's still great, still holds up. Um, you know, like I said, I just wish I could, could play it more, but, um, you know, being adult and doing adulting things and having a job, um, sometimes it's just not in the cards to play video games. So that, uh, sometimes that, that is very true <laughs> or, or, or you wish you could play the video games, but you, you know, got to mow the lawn or do the chores or heaven forbid, yeah. if you, you own a house and you have to do the, um, you know, work on the house or the wife makes you have the honey do list and you try to do as fast as you can. So at least you get a half an hour uh, of stick time. Yeah, but... exactly. <laughs> I try and do about 30 minutes, 40 minutes a night. Um, with the Avengers game, I went a little bit long. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I was going a little bit late. So I, tonight I need to go to bed early cause I'll be up late tomorrow night. Cause that's how I roll. There you um, go. So, um, the next couple of things we're gonna we're already at an hour right now, so we're gonna roll through these couple of things real quick. Not too fast, but um, this one was kind of like I had to mention this because for those that don't know, if you follow me on Instagram, the hashtag I use when I take pictures with my wife um, came from this movie, My Wife from Borat, um, and I think it was like two weeks ago. They're like, man, someone said Sasha Baron Cohen and. Was, was filming like down in LA and people were like, oh, you're full of it. And then all of a sudden we get an announcement that Bar- Borat 2 is not only done filming, but it's being screened in the early stages. That's freaking insane. But when you think about it, what's going on right now? A pandemic and election stuff and like Black Lives Matter, everything. He cause He's going to embed himself in a lot of things and just wreak havoc. Um, I remember the first one came out it was just kind of like, man, this is next level. But I remember it got great, uh, it got great reviews because he, his Ollie G show was yep. doing really, really, really well. So, but he did say he was never going to do Borat again. So I don't know if we're being trolled right now or if it's real or it's true. But we're gonna have to wait and see because it's it is pretty crazy that Borat Two is reportedly done filming already and already being screened. Yeah, that's an interesting one, especially like you said. Um... With with Borat, if you watch the the Ali G show, I think it was on HBO, but it came out. Yep. I mean, it would uh, come on like at eleven, eleven thirty at night, and I and think it, was it was only like fifteen minutes long. It wasn't a long. It wasn't a full show. Yeah, it was one of those um, filler like, shows. Yeah. yeah, it'd be like fifteen minutes long, and then fifteen minutes of you know, re- I mean, uh, like previews of yep. other stuff come coming yep. out. Um, on it to fill that half hour time slot and it was like in the infancy of the TiVos and DVR so um, and I think that's when you had to pay for TV like a monthly subscription to yep. it to to record yes you did um, so you couldn't you know necessarily just sit there as we do right now and DVR it um, so but it's interesting especially with Borat kind of every in the the first time he was Borat, not that many people knew of it, unless, like you said, you watch the Ali G 
um, yes. and anything like that because you know Facebook and all of those social media. Um, I think yeah, I would say I think it might have been MySpace, and you were just more concerned with your playlist and your top ten friends and getting in fights because. I didn't have you as ranked above this other friend. Um, so that was, you know, in, in its infancy where now with Bora being a cult classic, uh, oh, I consider it a cult classic. It is. Um, it is. Uh, others may have differing opinions, but he's, you know, it's kind of like Jackass. You know, they did the first one, the second movie, then everyone's starting, you know, once you get all that fame, everyone starts to notice him, even if you don't watch Jackass. Um, or same thing with like impractical jokers, uh, you know, they'll get trying to do something and, you know, guys like, Oh, Hey, I love the show. And it's like, Oh man, we kind of got caught. He's like, Hey, can you like, you know, move along or get out? We're trying to, you know, do the show here and we don't want to lose this scene because you recognize us. Right. so it's interesting, like you said, that he did do a Borat too. But then again, it's Sasha Born Corn, and he's gonna. I know I just butchered his name, um, and he's going to do whatever he can to get that publicity for it. You know, like you said, he said he's never gonna do it. Is he gonna do it, or is he gonna come out? Because he did, um, you know, those other movies. I can't remember the names of them after Borat. You that the, kind the of dictator. Yeah, the dictator. Big. Um, well, the, the thing about it? him, the thing about him, though, that I thought like is is really big for me was he probably didn't do this on purpose, but there's a show on Vice where this dude who is a British, uh, he's and he's black, he goes to like white supremacist camps and like does interviews with people. He does yep. an amazing job, and you're yep. uh, the whole time I'm thinking like they're gonna kill this poor guy, they're gonna kill this poor guy, but yep. they don't, and you're like. His journalism style is almost Borat-like, where he just goes in there and is like, you know, what, what, what's up? You know, he just he just goes in there and yep, exactly. And it's almost a it's a Borat 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 esque style, and I feel like that alone kind of gives him kind of I don't know, like they, they don't feel threatened by him. No, or any, you know, like you said, I saw the one like you said with the white supremacy, and I think he did. No, I think that was another guy where he did like Rastafarian and kind of like, okay, hey, I know you guys don't just like smoke weed all day and I know it's a religion thing, but tell me about it. I'm here to learn. Um, Like I said, with the white supremacy, hey, I'm, you know, tell me about it. I I know you don't like me, but um, I mean, we don't have to to be friends and get beers, but tell me your story. Well, and there was one where the little the little kid, I just watched it not too long ago. I saw the ad for it where uh-huh. this little kid runs by him and then throws up the Nazi salute. And he just looks like he has like a half smile on his face. He goes, <laughs> "Did he just throw up the Nazi salute?" And it was kind of like he 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 said it's a very Borat esque style. So Borat is cult classic, and I do think that a lot of times people people fail to remember or realize that you know he he is intelligent you know he does know how to produce things he does know how to get rises out of people so i mean until there's more info about it and we can officially confirm it you know we'll just keep it in the back of our mind and think about it all that the on the first borat all everyone that he interviewed and whatnot that was in the movie they all had to sign a release waiver for them to be in the movie 
Yep. So it's not like, oh, I did a hidden camera and now I'm going to slander you because that movie would have made zero. It would have made negative because he would have got sued up the wazoo. Yep. Everyone had to sit there. It may have taken a while. He may have even had to pay for it. But to get them in the movie, they had to I sign a release I waiver. You, I don't think you can pay for it. I don't think you can legally pay for it. I think if you pay for it, you have to have them in the movie as a person. Like, you then have to as it being an appearance fee like yeah. as yeah so yeah. i mean all of those ones in there uh you know everyone in there they may have been uncomfortable but they had to sign the the release to be in there so you know he does he does a good job man and sticking with the kind of nostalgia i'm gonna tell you right now when borat came at and so it's kind of funny because the name of it actually is the full title is Borat <laughs> cultural learnings of America for make benefit glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Yep. Um, so let's see. So it came out in 2006. So Facebook was a fi- or MySpace was around. Facebook yeah. actually was around. Facebook was around and you would have to have a college email at that time to sign up for it. Because um, that was when my brother was just, uh, I think, freshman. Well, he graduated that year, so that fall of 06, he would have been a uh, yep. a freshman, right? Yeah. Before, before we go to our next topic, let's hear. A, let's talk about a funny story about Tim's brother. Uh, so his brother, um, when I I was a senior, and he was a <laughs> sophomore, I believe. Freshman. He was a freshman. We were, se- we were seniors. He was freshman. We right? were senior. He was freshman. Uh, we were riding to school together during the summer to work out at the gym. And so I told him, I'm like, hey, man, I'm leaving town next week. So you're going to find a ride. So who gets a phone call? I was in Ohio. And Tim's brother calls me. He's like, hey, man, can you give me a ride? And I go, dude, I told you I'm, I'm out of state. And I just thought that was funny. I'll never forget that. Tom calling me. That, the, that that was that was a, a fun a fun a phone call to get right <laughs> class that's a classic my brother right there does exactly. not surprise me but so to the nostalgia aspect this one actually threw me for a loop because i looked um i don't know if you watched the fan made trailer that they they got the guy for the so there's a fresh prince reboot the guy they got to play the will role or Will-esque role. I don't know if they're going to make it modern day with, with Will playing like the Uncle Phil character, but as Will, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I'm hoping they do the aspect of they have him play like the Uncle Phil character, but being yeah. Will, being Will, yeah. and then that this kid is his son. Then well, the guy that they got in, the young guy, he did his own like dark version of Fresh Prince on YouTube, and that's where Will Smith found him. It got approved for two season run already two season run that's insane to me that means that there's a lot more done than we know yep. and they know exactly what they're doing because i believe it was an nbc pr- production the original so basically they would have first dibs because they have rights to the name and then yeah. if it doesn't go through them they can shop it but it's great for the peacock that's going to be oh my gosh a dark version of of the fresh prints because technically it's not even really a reboot for me, it's a retelling because you can literally take every single episode, do the exact same storyline, and guess what? You do it dark. It's a different story completely. So yep. 
I am excited for that. I thought that was a really cool one. And they did show a video of Will Smith telling the guy, oh, hey, we got picked up. That was really cool. Now, is and Will Smith is going to, he's like an executive producer or producer. He's, he is tied to it. I believe he became executive producer at some point during the actual show originally. So that gives yeah. him kind of leeway with it. Kind of in it. And like you said, that's perfect on going on the Peacock because they had that Picard series for the Star, Star Trek one on, um, I can't remember which one that came out on, but it was a similar. It's all access. Yeah, there you go. And that was there. And actually, CBS All Access has three exclusive Star Trek shows. Yeah, so there there you go. You know you're going to get um, people looking on that that love the Star Trek. And that was one of the, uh, the big ones, uh, bigger shows to come out when that CBS All Access um, released or came, yeah. came out. Well, and now we have something that we're jumping around because we, we got so much to cover. But... Um, we got uh oh I put that topic twice. Hmm. So we got I put the Mandalorian one twice on there. Yeah. So right now we're talking about so the Mandalorian season two, we got first look photos. Um so basically we got pictures and you can tell this is for season from season two because um Carl is it Carl Weathers? Is that yep. his name? Chubbs. Chubbs, that's all I can think of is it's all in the hips. Right. Um so Chubbs, his hair is a different color. Uh, Gina Carano's hair is longer um, so you know and then I believe Baby Yoda looks a little bit taller as well well and it had Moff Gideon in there as well Moff Gideon was as well so Moff Gideon was set up um, but uh, the photos look they're basic photos they're not showing us anything and they're not giving us a trailer and I, I get calls every day from from people asking me or like texts or you know messages on Facebook going like you know anything else about this what have you heard you know because, you know, there's so many fake websites out there, which we'll talk about was not on our list. But, like, people, there's a websites out there that they, they talk about certain things, and then you look it up, and they're the only ones reporting it. And what they're hoping is they're the only ones that are going to be right. So yep. the photos are pretty cool. They're, they're basically the bare minimum they could to make people happy because people are horrible people, and they want to they be mean about different things. So uh, I just thought it was really cool. I did share it on the Facebook group page and on Twitter. So uh, if you go to those places, we have those links in there. Yeah, no, it was cool because what didn't it came out on, and then they had something on one of the magazines as Thursday well. Week, they had yeah. two covers. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There you go. So you know, with it coming out soon, you got to get give everyone that little bit of of press and get get it start talking again, and especially with. Um, how they had i can't remember the name of it was it called like the gallery or the mandalorian gallery where it had all the the directors and everything on it and you get to see the behind the scenes with that um you know 360 or the the sound stage that they built uh and now having the the season two and knowing what went into season one is going to go into season two yep. uh it's you know, everyone's going to start talking about it. as soon as that first one drops, it's going to be, you know, the same thing like season one. Um, I watched on, it at midnight. I watched it at midnight. See, there you go. Yep. Yeah. They're, and they're, they're already saying that these episodes. So um, uh, John Favreau did confirm that this season is going to be more linear. They're not going to have as many side kind of episodes and that you we should expect the same kind of variance with the episode so between 30 minutes and 48 minutes so between 30 Perfect. minutes and an hour 
Um, that's what we should expect. So I am excited for it. Um, I know Connor from ConCon's Cantina is excited for it too because that's what started their podcast. So um, it's one of those things where he was just kind of like, this is going to be awesome. And I agree, Connor. I agree. Um, and it was here's, here's another one. Crazy. So I'm thinking about this right now. Another thing that is uh, nostalgia is the Napoleon Dynamite. This one came out of left field because – like I was kind of like, okay, yeah, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. All right, that's that's okay, but um, I guess they've been in talks for a long, long time. So it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, okay, I get it. They're basically they're trying they're trying to step up their game. They're probably all ready to work again. Um, I loved the first one; it was amazing. Um, but I mean, what? what 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 could they talk about? Yeah, exactly. And I mean the the first one too, where it was done on a shoestring budget and then made so much money, uh, it didn't even have to make a lot of money or be a box office hit because of the amount of money spent um, to produce it. Uh, and then it goes on to be a, a, a cult classic. I guess what you can do is kind of like how you were talking about the, the first. Fresh Prince one is have uh, you know Pedro Napoleon Dynamite and flashback to you know the end of the first one of them you know in in high school or graduating high school and now you know either starting their their families or having their families or with them being you know getting married I guess you, a whole bunch of different timelines on it uh, but it it'll be interesting there's, too, there's there's too much there there's legitimately too much that they could do with it so yeah i do think it's interesting i i i have a feeling that um they do know the direction they want to go because uh josh Hader, he you know he's stuck pretty close to that 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 role like i that's one of the few people that when you think about a role even though he's been in other stuff, it's really just you think of Napoleon Dynamite, and that's it. Yep, no, exactly. And I mean, he had a, you know a couple. Obviously, like I said everyone does go right back to Napoleon Dynamite because that's what got him out there in the public eye. But then he was in the Blades of Glory with uh, Will Ferrell as another main character. Um, and then the, for Pedro, I mean, the only one that I know him in was Employee of the Month with Dak Shepard, and he was kind of the the minion box boy uh on the, on that one when it was like uh, he was also Costco. in i believe he was also in crank and crank yes yeah, i haven't i haven't seen he plays a crank. twin i think i think it's crank okay I've seen, I've seen him in a decent amount of stuff i have seen him in a decent amount of stuff. but same thing you think of pedro you think of that one movie yeah no it, exactly and like i said for me i remember when employee of the month came out I'm like oh wait is that Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite? And he looked exactly the same. They did not change him up one bit um, on that. I mean, almost down to the same kind of mannerisms. I think the only thing they changed on it is he didn't speak um, like he did in, in Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, it wasn't broken English. It was good English. Yeah, it, it, exactly. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I just hope it... I'll, I'll probably, if it does come out, I'll probably watch it unless all the reviews say, hey, 
they gave it a chance and it's just one of those dumb stupid try to try to relive the glory days and couldn't yeah do it. it could be one of those that would be sad yep. if that's what the case yeah or it could be one like uh was it like they did with super troopers 2 where um they had it kind of crowdfunded crowdsourced and then uh see how much they got from there and you know raise raise uh the rest of it because i'm sure you're gonna have people that will put put money behind it so we'll uh We'll see we'll how see. it goes. Yep, exactly. Now, the next one, I don't know anything about this show. I never watched Venture Brothers, nothing like that. But the reason why I wanted to mention it, because I shared it on Twitter, and I got hits by people that I don't know who they are. They just saw that I shared it, and they liked it and shared it. So I was kind of like weird. And then, right after they announced that they canceled it, Adult Swim put out this weird thing, because they canceled uh, the Mike Tyson show, too. So they canceled a few of them. But... They said we're looking for other options to continue the Venture Brothers uh, story. So what that makes me think is, is that Adult Swim and Venture Brothers didn't agree about the direction they were taking. And I've never heard of a comp- people canceling a show and then trying to work on a way to continue the show with the network. It doesn't make any sense at all. So I just thought it was interesting to put that up there because it was just something different. Yeah, and I just kind of Googled it right now. The only, uh, I, I've never watched it either. And on the cast, the only one that pops out at me that I know is, is Patrick Warburton, which is uh, Joe from Family Guy. And Putty from Seinfeld. Yep. And, and, he's, and, and he's the your guy flight at, captain yep. for uh, soaring over California and soaring over the world. Yep. There you go. And so, it was funny yeah. one. <laughs> Just a quick story. Uh, one of the times the wife went with one of her friends, they were riding. It was uh, soaring around California at that time. And how they have you in, in the bays on the different rows that you go on or, uh, yeah, different rows that you go on. He was in the one bay in front of them. Uh, Patrick Warburton was. And everyone was like, hey, look, it's you. And he kind of, you know, joked it off and whatnot. But I thought it was pretty funny where it's like, hey, you're – you know, you're kind of like you're, hey, you're, the, you're, you're yeah. the narrator, but you're you're here. And I wonder if he gets in for free because of that. Probably, I mean, he's a, he kind of quote unquote worked for him um, on it. A lot of things because he was in Emperor's New Groove as well. Yeah, that's right. And I so the first thing I asked my wife was, "Hey, did you talk to him about Joe?" She's like, "No, we were in soaring around the soaring in the USA. I mean, in California, and he was the." Flight, you know, flight attendant guy. I'm like, oh yeah. So, anyway, I would, I would ask him about that. But yeah, back. I mean, but like I said, back to Venture Brothers. That's the only one that, um, as far as the cast that pops out. Uh, on I, I do know me. a lot of them. A lot of them have done voiceover work before. That's why yeah. a lot of these got spread quickly. So, I mean. We'll see what happens with it if they do decide to pick it up somewhere else or if Adult Swim had a another idea for it. Because apparently it got canceled like three months ago, four months ago. And they just now the news got out. And so people were confirming it. So Wow. It says that they've been on for 17 years and seven seasons. Yep. Wow. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah, I believe it was like a Family Guy type thingy where they, they, they have a weird airings type of Oh, uh, yeah. So it's, it's, it's Adult Swim, that's why. It's Adult Swim, yep. Um, so 
the next thing, I just kind of a quick little thing, because I have a Roku TV and also Amazon streaming devices. Apparently, HBO Max is in the final stages of closing a deal with both of them, so you will be able to get them on your your service. So don't people uh, people don't freak out um, because you know I know a lot of people freak out when they can't get what they want, but uh, it's yeah, it's it's one of those things. Just take your time, take a deep breath. We'll be okay. No worries. <laughs> well, I forgot the other day. I was looking to. Uh... Look at HBO Max. I have the same thing like you're saying, a Roku TV. So I go searching for it, type in HBO. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's not on Roku. I get HBO Go and all of that, but not HBO Max. So hopefully it closes sooner rather than uh, than later so I could uh, put that and start watching it on, on the <laughs> big screen and not through my tablet or my phone. Exactly. Um, so quickly on, on Venture Brothers, it's weird. They have a weird schedule. Like they skipped years. They bounced around. That's why. So they went like 2013 to 2001 episode in 2015 and then a bunch into 2016. And then season seven was 2018 and it ended October, 2018. So they haven't had anything since 2018. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. It was weird where it said 17 years, but only seven seasons. I'm like, that doesn't. Doesn't, doesn't sense. make sense. Yeah. So um, next, the biggest news probably for anything was the fact that Robert Pattinson, after going back to record, has not caught COVID. So they shut everything back down. So here's the thing, though. We don't know the official, like, when he got it, how long. So they do apparently they've been creating roles on these 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 movie sets that basically you're like a covid wrangler so basically if somebody gets covid or you make sure people don't get covid so um hopefully it doesn't affect the timeline too much but i believe they said when they started filming during co before covid they were anticipating these kind of delays so it's nothing crazy so they anticipated delays for all this kind of stuff that's in the production schedule, same as everything else we heard about the Kenobi movie, all that stuff, the show, all that stuff. They said that they've they've had supposed delays factored in. So hopefully it doesn't delay it too long because I want to see Robert Pattinson the Batman. So that way that people can be um, shocked at how good it is. So I'm going to defend it till the very end. Um, next, we have the Dune trailer. Wasn't a big fan of the original. I was just kind of like, whatever, it's Dune. Um, having it come out like this, seeing Jason Momoa without a beard, looking all baby-faced. Um, it was really, really cool seeing it. Um, amazing graphics. The one thing I don't get is the little worm thingy. It looks looks like a body part I'm not going to mention because it's inappropriate. <laughs> but I was just kind of like, that looks really weird. But I guess everyone was stoked for it. Um, it looks Tremors-esque. Tremor yes, it does. And then it has been weird because this has been like in the makings for a long time. People have been like waiting for this movie forever. So was this the one when he, you know, posted that video of him shaving his beard? Was it for this? Yes, I believe so. Yes. Okay. And that was a like he said that was a while ago because I remember. Yeah, I think it's been in everyone... post production. It's been in post production since last summer, I believe. Okay. So because of all the CGI and all the technical aspects of stuff, it's been in post production for a while. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um, two more topics. One of them is going to go long, probably, but 
Well, um, I have I have one to throw in there really quick too, but I'll do it after because I'm sure you're gonna save the last one for last. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Family Guy has cast Sam Elliott as the mayor uh, to replace Adam West, who passed away. Um, I think it's very awesome. They took this time uh, to allow basically no one to have the role in respect for Adam West. And then you pick Sam Elliott. I mean, that's a perfect person because, and I guarantee they're actually going to, he's going to be Sam Elliott, same way as that Adam West was Adam West in the show. So I just thought that was kind of a cool story. Um, even though I haven't watched Family Guy in a long time, like that was my go to show. I yep. loved Family Guy. Legit, when we bought our first house, we had no cable. And I was staying there while we were getting stuff fixed. I was sleeping on the floor. Um, I had a TV in my my little man cave, and all I had was the DVD set for the first season of Family Guy and the DVD of the um, New Hope. And uh, no, it was the trilogy. It was the whole trilogy of uh, Family Guy talking about Star Wars. And oh. <laughs> I listened to the commentary, and my favorite one ever was when they have Mort playing Lando. He goes, did you see this? Look, he's taking off. He's wearing Han's clothes. Who does that? Who does he goes, They go, go look at the real, the real movie. He has Han's clothes on. This is so weird. And it was just like, that's how much I loved Family Guy at the time. Yep. And then life changes, things change. But being bringing Sam Elliott into it, I have a feeling I'm going to have to go back to it and watch. Um, I might have to go back and watch all the seasons since I do have all of them now, technically, because they're on um, on demand for the most part. So uh, I'll go ahead and do that. Um, and what I'll, did you? I'll be I'll be curious to see how they incorporate him into it. Sam Sam Elliott bring, bringing I him bet in. You, I bet you they'll do the the country version of him, like from the ranch. Have him be super yeah. mellow and no, you know, I mean, I mean, incorporating him into the show. Do they do uh, like a an election type deal, um, like maybe. presenting presenting his character? They'll probably in, do some into funny. It. They'll be just some funny, same way they did it with Adam West, probably. Yeah, exactly. So I'll be curious to see see how they incorporate it. But I am stoked with Sam Elliott. I mean, you could close your eyes and hear that voice, whether you know it's him playing in in Tombstone, The Big Lebowski, The Ranch, like you said. Um, all of his classic roles, Parks and um, Rec, and Parks and Rec. Yep, was I? He's in Roadhouse too, I think. Yes, he um, was. I mean, and he's uh, the guy's barely aged too. It's like he got more gri- grizzled, if that makes makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't look like he got old. It looks like he just got more, more, more refined. Right. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Like a fine glass of wine. Um, <laughs> But the um, just quick thing before we go into the last one, um, I saw it pop up on my Google feed. Um, Shameless is starting to film their season eleven and just started on uh, September eighth. So I know they this is going to be the final season, and with the the cast of characters on there, I know some of some have left to do their own thing um, at the end of season ten or even season nine. Right, um, and the only reason why it kind of stuck out is. Season 10 just came out on Netflix uh, in August. Okay. So I watched because I stopped watching season nine. Um, and then so when it came out on Netflix, I actually worked through that within through the month of, of August. And I knew that there was going to be I thought 10 was the final season. But um, with everything that got delayed, uh, 11 is actually going to be the final season. So I figured I'd 
throw that in there and that starting uh just like i said started on september 8th so and that's that's good to know that is good to know because i know a lot of these shows that have been around for a while probably have the ability to turn around um shows pretty fast so uh i'm sure they could probably film half the season and start airing those while they air the other stuff yeah no exactly and i know i think it would have possibly started sooner um whether it's whether that was before COVID or not but i know there was uh a couple of the um actors and actresses that kind of had prior engagements and which pushed back uh, or they had to finish up whatever they had before to yeah. start filming um on on shameless so yeah looks like season 11 last season uh probably they said will be um you know early 2021 start releasing it you know possibly could be the end of this year but i doubt it if they just started started filming it but you know yeah it'll probably it'll probably be fall at the latest next year probably yeah nope exactly so but i thought i'd just uh throw that in there because i know it's the latest season and it's funny watching William H. Macy as, as Frank, uh, Frank Gallagher, definitely in a, in a adult, uh, I'm sorry. Show I'm sorry. Being on Showtime. I'm sorry. Do, do you know who, what I see when I see Frank Gallagher? This is for only people who are cool because this is one of my favorite movies. It's a horrible movie. It's, it's, it's God awful. And the movie has Ben Stiller, Janine Garofalo, William H. Macy, Hank Azaria, <laughs> Mystery Men, Paul Rubens. Yes. Yes. A great movie. And he plays the shoveler. So whenever the I see shoveler. that, I yep. see him as the shoveler. Yep. And uh, Hank Azaria is the guy that throws the forks. Yes, he is. And Kel no, Mitchell right? is he, the one that gets. Yeah. yeah. He throws utensils. Yep. yep, utensils. Yeah. So um yeah. yeah, so the last one though, this is this is the one that is making me upset. Um so well, did you want to do the, the Apple announcement? Oh yeah, I missed that one. Just real quick so everyone knows. So they don't have um they usually do the Apple keynote, so it's gonna. They say they're gonna have an announced hardware event on September fifteenth. So next week, you're gonna see basically probably what the next generation iPhone is gonna be. You're gonna see the new iPad, new Mac Air, um, probably not um, AirPods because they just did the update on the AirPods the last time. Um, but just keep an eye out on that, especially watch Twitter or go to ign.com because they do a lot of coverage like that. Um, yeah. Uh, the last one, I'm, so, I'm just shook by this because me and Connor had a long talk about this. Um, so Daisy Ridley was on an interview. She was on Jimmy Kimmel, I think. It was Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon. But uh, Josh Gad was interviewing her because Josh Gad had that ongoing gag with her trying getting her getting her to spoil Star Wars. He'd yeah. walk in her trailer and he, she'd, he'd bring famous people in to try and get her to spoil Star Wars. Well, she came out and she said that basically nobody knew about the parentage stuff like until two weeks before they filmed the scene where you found out what was her parentage was. We're not going to spoil it, even though if you've, it's been out forever. We're not going to spoil it still. But 
that they had all these different storylines and she was acting like this one other storyline was it and what makes me mad is so john boyega has come out and said like you know disney's racist for derailing my story and what sucks is is you know they they underutilized finn i'm gonna agree but he wasn't the main character daisy really was um even with rose tico i know they were trying to get um kelly marie tran and more stuff but um uh what's her face carrie fisher passed away and that her main scenes were going to be with her i wish they would have done something but if they can't even get the main character right they're not going to get the other characters right either there was no chance for this movie from the get-go i enjoyed it i did see the the missing need where i don't understand how you can have two of those characters go from main characters in the previous movie to have them having minor small roles in the second one um, it is frustrating to me, and I would be just as frustrated if I was in their positions. But they're so jacked up, they can't even get it right with the main character. The only one you're really supposed to write right for. So I just wanted to mention it in the end because it's depressing to me because now I know what they're going to do. So they have the um, the was it the World Between Worlds, I think it is, in, the, in Star Wars Rebels. I can't remember the name of it. If you haven't watched Star Wars Rebels, be whatever. This spoiler is like four years old. There's a place where one of the main characters, Ezra Bridger, who is a Jedi in training, and I feel like he's a Jedi in the end, um, saves Ahsoka Tano. By, um, he travels through this wor- world between worlds. It's like a wormhole, basically, that Emperor Palpatine opens up for him. And he ends up uh, yanking Ahsoka through it. So rumor is they think that people are going to use on another trilogy, they're going to basically negate everything that happened. They're going to eliminate the entire process. And I don't know how they're going to do it, but it makes it sound like they're, I, I don't know. I just think it's an option. And Connor thinks it's a good option because they just, they just ruined that last one with, especially with this news, this news that came out. It's just so depressing, man. Yeah. It's interesting on, on that. And I mean, I could see with them, you know, not letting them know because I know when, and this is a spoiler from um, the first Star Wars when Darth Vader was Luke's father. Uh, I think they only, I think George Lucas told um, Mark Hamill, who was Luke, like it was either the day before the scene, I think it was a, a day or two before the scene. Um, because obviously with George Lucas, he has to keep everything close to the vest and not let anything out. Um, and I think there, and I think a producer knew it, and nobody else knew. Or no, I think it was the actor playing. Um, uh, oh, geez, Darth Vader and James Earl Jones, because obviously he had to voice it. But they were like the only like three or four that knew out of everyone. Yeah, so that, that way- Mark, Mark Hamill found out on. Alan screen when he watched it when he watched the screening of it he found out yeah yeah ex- exactly so I mean you you get the you know so I kind of get not letting them know because you don't want anyone to leak it um, especially in this day and age and like I said that was back when the, the first one came out and uh, was it late 70s early 80s um, yeah. and only a couple knew or you know here it's I don't know very interesting about how how it you know went about in her comments. Yeah. Um, now, do you want to? Since we're in the Disney Disney realm, do you want to talk about your 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 guess for when Disneyland is going to reopen? <laughs> yeah. So 
you know, kind of reason why I just brought it up really, really quick before we started recording is this week, um, was it this week or maybe end of last week, um, that everyone, you know, the, the Disney Instagram or Disney Twitter, whatever you want to look at, was all all about, um, oh, hey, you know, you started seeing plexiglass going up uh, or dividers going up in the main entrance. Then you start seeing cast members scanning their, their cast cards and their passes at the main entrance to see, you know, if everything's working and everything's good. So everyone's like, hey, there's more commotion going on up here in, in the front of the park. Um, not to mention everything else that's going on in, in the back of the park. And now we actually see photos of um, uh, Mickey, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway actually getting vertical structures yep. um, coming up, steel beams coming out of the ground. Well, uh, I think it was before the weekend, Labor Day weekend, um, they put signs out in front of, I know Disneyland uh, in front of the main entrance, and I, I'm assuming across the Esplanade at Disney World too, uh, signs more so about you know social distancing and uh, instead of them being more closer to downtown Disney, they were out in the Esplanade. So everybody was sitting there saying, oh, Hey, that means they're going to open up. You have all this uh, activity going around in, in the front there. These signs are up now. Um, it's it's going to be any day uh, when uh, our governor came out with the color coordinating system. I guess somebody asked him, hey, theme parks aren't in here. And he said, oh, we're, we're in talks and uh, are going to come up with uh, a different type of system for the theme parks because they're – they're unique on their own, and most of them are, uh, I guess all of them are outside open air. They're not completely in, inside. Um, so they were in, in talks with them on that. So with the signs coming up, uh, you know, I kind of pose the question to you, when do you think they will open? I mean, I at least know down here in the county that I'm at the active cases. I mean, we're less than a thousand. I think we're in the the four to 600 range right now of confirmed cases. So my guess is early October. So like about, you know, three, four weeks away. Now I could be completely off and they won't open until um, November and kind of have a, a modified Halloween, but go mostly straight into the, the fall Christmas decorations because well, they're not doing any, they're not doing any Halloween. Halloween everyone's canceled. Yeah. Everyone's canceled all the Halloween. So whether that well, means... Halloween is canceled at the parks, I know they're not going to decorate for it. I think it's going to be end of October and that way they can roll right into Christmas. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So um, I just thought I'd pose that question because everyone was, Hey, they're putting signs up. Oh my gosh, they're going to open. And I was watching. I their, mean, I get, I like the excitement, but yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things, you know, what I'm not going to believe it until the gates open and that first uh, pass gets, that first ticket gets scanned in because, I mean, think about it. It was supposed to open July 17th and that's come and gone. And, you know, that's long, long gone from now. But it was, I was listening to one of the podcast guys. Uh, he does a live stream a couple times a week and somebody posed that question to him in his chat and he's like, Hey, listen here, you know, it was Labor Day weekend. It was a big weekend. I think they were pretty much at 
capacity at downtown Disney in Anaheim. Granted, it was like 105 degrees too, and that did not yeah. stop anybody from going out there. Um, you know, I think it was just more so signs. Yeah, could be for Disney Park opening, but I think it was more so of letting the people know coming in from that harbor side uh, into downtown Disney and really emphasizing, hey, there's going to be more people down here. We're putting more signage up and it just happens to, you know, if it coincides with them opening, well, guess what? The signs, the signs are out there already. Like he says, at this point in time, I'm not getting any hopes up for anything. I think part of it has to do with the fact that, I mean, when you look at what they're doing, like when they put the, the, the signs up, I didn't think anything of it because all I thought was, oh, you know what? They're putting up the, the boards because it's what they need to do. They yeah. know they're going to have to do that to get ready. So it's just that's when they got they got to it. It's just it's a coincidence. Yep. Yeah. So I'm not thinking too much of that, but I do think because Bob Iger is on the board, things yep. will start moving rapidly because oh, I yeah. guarantee they have everything prepared in the back. You give them a week to get the front area prepared so it's, they don't have enough time to people try and scoop it. So yep. I, I think end of October, if it's earlier, hey, whatever. If it's longer, hey, it is what it is. Yep, no, exactly. And, I mean, you still got to get all the cast members to come back and, and train them. Not that it's going to take that long, but, you know, they still have to make the call out to get them all there um, and make sure everyone's all on the same page, like so with training and everything as well. So we'll see. I know Orange County uh, last week. I think it was last week went from purple to red. You would think red would be the worst color, but yeah, it's not purple is the worst color. Uh, okay. That was our governor came up with an interesting color scheme there, whether it was him or his team. Um, but yeah, I heard I, the other day it was up here by Sacramento because the movie theaters opened up, uh, I think uh, day before yeah. yesterday. And it was like, well, it got downgraded to red. And I'm like, red means stop. I don't know why. You're I'll say red. you would think red would mean in military. That's the worst. Hey, we're code red. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, maybe it's super secret double probation or whatnot. Wor- worse than the military. Best but, known. Too. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I know they just got downgraded from purple to red. So, I mean, that's good. Doesn't really. I mean, it does mean that much. But as far as parks opening, it's. It's not like uh, it's down to whatever the lowest color is. And I think that's, you know, pretty much a, a free for all for the most part. I can't remember what it is. I haven't followed up on it, but I know they did get downgraded in Orange County. So take that for what it's worth. Yeah, exactly. Well, we covered so much today. Make sure you go to our social media, facebook.com slash FOMO cast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, FOMO podcast on Instagram. Go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com, search FOMOcast, and make sure you search me on Instagram. I'm Grizzle CEO, G-R-Y-Z-Z-L-C-E-O, because I need some more followers on there, because I have a lot on there, because you know, I, like, I like sharing everything going on in my life. Today, you'll see, um, if you search me, you'll see the Baka Baka, as my son likes to call it, the neighborhood chicken who sets my cameras off early in the morning and late at night. Um, he goes, the chicken's going through and she's eating the bugs in my yard, I think. So, uh, hell, thank you, I guess. Uh, but my, you know, my <laughs> camera on my front right doesn't work now because there's no sunlight, so it won't charge. So it's charging right now. So yeah, 
Um, it's been one of those uh, one of those days, weeks. Uh, we hope everyone's staying safe. And uh, if you're near the fires, you know, please stay safe. Reach out. There's a lot of resources popping up in our area, especially by Tim. There's a lot of uh, fire stuff going on down there. A lot of yeah. stuff going up by me. I mean, it's just it's pretty much everywhere. So um, uh, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you next time. <laughs>